Can can you guys hear that? Can we hear what? Just that. Can you hear it? That. What does that sound like to you, Jordan? Atmosphere. What does it sound like to you, Robbie? Discharge. Do you know what it sounds like to me? What does it sound like what to you, it James? Sound it like? sounds like the return of verbal discharge. Ooh. I was half right. Ooh. Ooh. We're back. We're back. We're back after a, after quite a break. It's been now. It was. It's New Year's. It's New yeah. Year's was our last one. The Tuesday before New Year, which was on a Thursday. So. I dreadfully outdated Wait, by the time it came out. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think uh, with any luck, this one will be more more relevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's wishful thinking. Um, <laughs> You're just laughing maniacally and cackling at no. my remarks. That's our target. Like not to be funnier, better, sharper, any of that. It's just to be more relevant. More relevant. I think that's where we've got to start as a podcast and as men. How do we be, be more relevant? Well, let's start the, by talking like... about last time's podcast <laughs> and I, the interview. The interview, which I've actually seen now hey. and thought was actually pretty good. Oh, I didn't. No, I, didn't, you, I, didn't I know you, you disliked I took a dislike it. I've, it. I've heard some very, very mixed things about it. <laughs> Just now. Do, um, <laughs> there, is, there is a part, spoiler alert. Mm. I'll leave a pause there. Right, there is a part where Seth Rogen shoves a tiny missile up his bum. Yes, there is. And um, who's the one that plays the CIA woman? Oh, just that woman. The that CIA. woman who oh, g- who no. goes. Um, what's her name? She was in Mean Girls. Um, uh... Oh god, tip of my tongue. Um, you keep talking; it'll come back yeah. to me. Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. <laughs> she... <laughs> you keep talking, Lizzie Kaplan. No. Um... There's a bit. While he's doing that, she she just looks looks at the screen, doesn't she? Very knowingly, and goes, "The tip's always the hardest part." Oh. <laughs> oh. And he, he just and I James Franco goes, "You just got bummed by RoboCop yeah. because it's a silver one." <laughs> it was oh. it was really funny. Um, I I thought it was all right. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought I was going to come out saying it was smarter than people thought it was. And then the final 20 minutes made me think, oh, no, it isn't smarter yeah. than everyone thinks it is. It is just as dumb. But um, I enjoyed it. So okay. there we go. That's the interview finished, considering it's been a running theme for the last three podcasts yeah. now. So that must be irrelevant. No, you realise that with our one objective we set ourselves of being more relevant, We've already not done so <laughs> by talking about a film that's been out for quite some time oh, it now. It came out last week in the UK. Oh, did it? Yeah, so oh, we're even... pretty relevant. Oh, fair enough. How can we be more relevant? Do we need to make like some hashtags, have some shirts printed or something? <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's what the kids do, isn't the it? The kids are all well into shirts. You see them <laughs> running around with their shirts on. Oh, this sounds like the opening chapter of Jimmy Savile's autobiography. <laughs> That That's what is the kids the are cheapest, into, their clothes. Well, the cheapest joke I've ever made. The second chapter is they take them off. Oh. <laughs> the third chapter is the clean-up. Oh. <laughs> oh, but anyway, moving along. Um, I, I feel we should update people, you know, given how long it's been. What, what have we all been up to in the time since since we <laughs> last recorded? It's funny you say that, because I happen to, as a, as a feature, <laughs> happen to have prepared, and this is a completely accidental segue, I prepared the top ten things I've done in a min- month and a bit since we last put out a podcast. <laughs> okay, right. And uh, I will warn you in advance, it's the top ten things, but there are only five of them. Um, oh. So, I mean, call it a top five, but I want to call it a top ten. Okay, right. Let's, so, let's go for it. Let's go for it. The first thing I did in the month and a half since we last put out a podcast, um, I visited Chester Zoo. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was it's it good. was raining. Sorry, it's yep. a good zoo. 
yeah, it is. Like, if I were to rate it against other zoos I've been to, I mean, I've also been to Edinburgh and London. Um, I'm not sure how they compare. Um, it was raining, so right. I didn't... Were you inferring that Edinburgh and London are zoos in their own right, and not just the Edinburgh and London zoos? Are you saying that you would peruse around Edinburgh and London as an avid animal watcher would, spectating with binoculars? I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but I feel they're justified. Yeah, I, did, I, I walk could, down. I could justify it in Edinburgh, maybe. Well, hey, Edinburgh's Princess a lovely Street. place. Edinburgh's great. I've yeah. got nothing but good things to say about Edinburgh. It's that tourist attraction, um, Camera Obscura, where you go and you can look at people in the wild. Uh, that's what I do. I just look at them and consider them like chimps. What what were the what did you see any good animals at Chester Zoo? Um I mean I didn't actually go to Chester Zoo, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> see, I was gonna ask you if you'd seen the elephant exhibit as a test, to be honest. Should I keep going with what I've written? Yeah, but Should can I, we yeah. trust you also now? <laughs> yeah, um I was I went to Chester Zoo. Um I've never been to Chester Zoo. Never. Um but no, this oh, is I've been to London, I've been to Edinburgh Zoo. I've so I know what a Jew zoo. zoo looks like. I don't think so. <laughs> Did you just say you know what a Jew looks like? <laughs> <laughs> I know what a with zoo, with their skull cap characteristically large noses and rubbing their hands together. Is that what you're getting at, Robbie? You Robbie filthy it was master, mastery of Freudian slip. It was raining, so I didn't see a lot, as most animals are hydrophobic. Um my <laughs> My favourite bit was when the monkeys came out. It was amazing. I mean, I always suspected one of the band might be gay, but to hear all four of them be so forward to me personally was incredible. Uh, there you are. There's a joke. Uh, I began writing that sentence. It just got it got out. I didn't begin that as being a joke about the band, the monkeys. It just got out of hand as I began have- spilling lies forward about Chester Zoo. Okay, uh, I move on to the next one, which is actually number five on my list. But I'm just gonna number four on my list. But I'm just gonna skip forward. I'm just gonna be free form about this. Okay. Um, I started a semi-successful farm. Uh, I only say semi-successful because my cows could only produce semi-skim milk. Um, mm. that, <laughs> that wouldn't be so bad if only my chickens did only lay semi-eggs and my goats only produce semi-cheese. Um, I had other animals, but I had them all shot for fear that I may continue making these jokes. Is your farm in Chernobyl or something? <laughs> <laughs> Are all of your animals like two-headed monstrosities? <laughs> like an inbred bunch of cattle? They, but anyway, were, do you less know about they, the residents you know of what? Glasgow. <laughs> do you know why they were inbred? Why? Because no. Chernobyl... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I see where you're going. Don't you fucking dare. Sorry, don't you spumming. Spumming dare. Don't you spumming dare. <laughs> okay, number three. Um, I met top celebrity chef Rachel Koo. It's pronounced Koo, isn't it? It's K-H-O-O. I've never Rachel heard Koo. of her. I don't know who... Is she the one she... who did Great British Bake Off? No, that's Mary Berry. Oh, Mary oh, Berry. I, I don't know. This I don't is... know the chefs. She's um, a lady. I sometimes see, like, she's got her own programme on the BBC and she has a series of books out, but I've never actually watched it, so I don't know how I pronounce her name. But I know it's an interesting name. Okay. Um... But yeah, I, I mean, I met her, but I didn't recognise her at first, hence because I've never watched that programme and bought one of her books, uh, until somebody else came up and asked her for an autograph. Um, I later discovered, upon inspecting the autograph that I then subsequently asked her for, uh, that it wasn't actually Rachel Koo. Uh, it was actually acting legend Michael Gambon. Um, <laughs> hence why I didn't recognise him as being Rachel Koo. Um, I'd, love, the next... I'd love to encounter Michael Gambon in the wild. I would. I wonder just... what, he, what he does. Like, you know, you, you, uh, I assume he's around... 
Derby and, and whatnot. You know, you go down to Sainsbury's in the morning or, or the shop just to get your milk or whatever it there is that is. you want. <laughs> Slippers and, and his like tiger onesie. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> that like he lives very nearby, so it, it's a close enough distance for him to like justify bringing his morning coffee or brew. <laughs> with him and he's sat there slippers just walking please about the aisles me, please tell me one of you have done that to a shop just taken your coffee with you to a shop has anyone been brave enough to I've, do that I've no. gone to shops before in dressing gowns in yeah. like sort of four in the afternoon mm. so I'm, like, I'm only going out for like a bit of bread it's, it, it, I don't have to put clothes on <laughs> for this I'll just go out no yeah. I feel it justifies it's like a it's a day trip then like yeah. I put clothes on it's like I'm actually doing something I'm going to Morrison's around the corner <laughs> other supermarkets are available um, number number four on my list is number four. Yeah, number four. Um, I bought a USB memory stick off Amazon. It's oh, blue. How's that turned out? Um, all right. I haven't taken out the packaging yet, but I oh. mean, I bought one. I'm still using my yellow one, um, which I printed this piece of paper off. As in, I put it into a computer and then printed it off using. You, a printer. you got the files. I from didn't. There. Yeah, I didn't actually print it off using that. That'd be incredible if I'd bought a memory stick that could also print and fit in my pocket. Like one of those. Uh, do you remember the oh, the cartridges? I can't remember what they were called on the original Game Boys. In the Game Boy Colors, where you could stick a little printer. Into oh yeah, the, the Game yeah. Boy printer. Yeah, and you could take yes. pictures and print like horrendously low resolution <laughs> copies of them. Cool. What fun you could have with that. Uh, and then the final thing on my list of top ten things, number five. Um, I had a brief think about Islamic extremism, but then pretty quickly decided to be more comfortable not doing that. Fair enough. So those are the five things I've been up to. What have you both been up to in the month and a bit since we've been off? What have you been doing, Jordan? Go on. Joining the anonymous hacktivist group and launching attacks on ISIS. Oh, really? Which is relevant to the news because oh, cool. they've been doing that lately. Actually. Oh, have they been? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good for those. How's, how's that been going for you? Um, no, no, not very well. They said they okay. didn't want me. I wasn't. I wasn't oh. computer savvy enough. Oh, <laughs> uh, they, you you showed them wrong, Jordan. And then I'm they sure and then they black faxed me, so it used all the ink in my printer. They black faxed <sighs> you. You ever heard of black faxing? No. It's what the it's what old old school hackers, I suppose, <laughs> used to do. Because you don't see fax machines anymore, no. they do it with printers now. But uh, it's still called black faxing. Basically, they just send a load of files to your computer, which are just pure pure walls of black for your printer to print out. Oh, so it uses up all your ink? Yeah, they do. They oh, do it to companies clever. a lot. I like the sound of that. Yeah, Have you ever seen uh, Brewster bombing? No. It's where you get a stick of C4. No, it isn't. Um, <laughs> you, if people have... There's an entire subreddit for it, I believe. Oh. And if people list their printers on sort of unprotected wireless networks, people will go onto their printer and print off a bunch of pictures of roosters. <laughs> and there was a big log of um, a guy who said... Um, I think it was every time his next-door neighbours had company over, he'd print off a picture of a rooster, <laughs> and you could hear them screaming like, Mary, it's doing it again! <laughs> Which I think is fantastic. So, James, what have you been up to, apart from rooster watching body. Mary print off pictures of roosters? Um, I've, oh, I don't know what I've been doing. I've got a job now. Oh. That, that's the thing. I work in a cinema. I don't know if I can say which one. An actual thing that you've been doing and not I've, a joke. Oh, I, well I can, done. I, I, I can, can I give you a joke. <laughs> no, go yeah, on. go on. No, Joe's got to do a joke first. Plus, there's, there's an actual intro. Oh, actually, I can be a bit relevant. You know how <laughs> that, that Fifty Shades of Grey thing, oh, that, that, I was that film. Hoping we get through the podcast without. Pure, it. Oh, pure I'm afraid not. It's, it's going to be mentioned. Literature in its highest regard. Okay. Um, go on. I want to, because hear me out on this. I've figured out where in the cinema and in which supply room they keep all of the floor slippery when wet signs in. 
So what I'm going to do is, during screenings of Fifty Shades of Grey, when it gets up to the first sort of hot and heavy scene, I will walk down the aisle and set up floor slippery when wet signs, and then probably lose my job. (laughs) So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Have you seen, it's been given a 12 certificate in France. Fifty Shades of Grey. What? Really? It's an 18 over here. It's a hard R in America. It's a 12 in France. Yeah, but... It's not like 12 with no A's, cuts. Or... No, it's a, it's a 12. It's a 12. So if you're 13, you could go and see Fifty Shades of Grey in the cinema. Yikes. Because that's what the French do. When I was, when I was 13 in France, France, I actually bought some beer. Yeah. Really? They, they sell you beer when you're like 13. Because I, I thought, I'll get, a ho- I'll get a present to take home to my stepdad, so I bought him some beer. And the guy at the shop was just like, give me your row. I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, they, have, they, they, they had beer vending machines where we were staying because we went with the school to Paris. Oh. They had beer vending oh. machines, and it was the worst thing you could. The, the teachers had to like take it in shifts overnight because everyone was just going to the beer vending machine. Yeah. 12, 13 year olds. Similarly, I was 13 in France, and they had uh, softcore porn distributing machines, 50 shades of grey. That didn't work as a joke. Oh, we are the French, and we have our sex and our booze. And, oh. Um, offending everyone here today. I, ha- I I have like the most. I had a French biology biology teacher who had the most stereotypical French name. Can you guess what his name was? Jean Claude no. Duvalier. Van Damme. Oh. No, not not Jean Claude Van Damme. Another uh, one. Mark P- Patrice. Zamel. Almost. It begins with a P. Pierre. Ah, uh, very stereotypical. And when French. he when he got very angry, I when he got very angry at people, I shit you not, he used to go. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Did he ever when he was marking your papers go? Oh la la! <laughs> as he as you got him, he ticked like yes. That is how much oxygen you need in your bloodstream. <laughs> did he also wear like a beret and carry baguettes with him everywhere and I chain smoke constantly? Seen, I have seen him smoke. I did see him eat a baguette. He doesn't wear a beret. Oh, did he wear a striped black and white t-shirt? Um, no. He does was... he have a curled moustache? Moustache. What about the moustache? Tell he us about the moustache. He has a moustache. Um, it's it's neatly trimmed though. Okay. No, that's okay. fine. That's still French. Enough. It's fairly French. Yeah, and, fairly French. And he was very fond of um, on the clothing scale. Actually, he was very fond of the kind of turtleneck. And... Of course okay, he was. Yeah, of that's, course that's he French was. Enough. That is French as hell. Mm. What about cuisine? Food? What did he like? Frog's um, legs. I never saw him eat. He didn't bring like. He had some newts. Newts. He had some newts. newts in a tank on his desk. Oh, I don't in... know if he kind of like skewered one occasionally and cooked it or something. Is in Pond Life? Yeah, Pond yeah. Life. Just... Pond Life. Oh! Pond Life. It's also what um, our music teacher at Abraham Darby School, uh, Mr. Platford, <laughs> used to call everyone who wasn't a musician. Just call them Pond Life. Yeah, I, you'd, be, you'd be up, I'd be like practicing in the, on the band on the weekend, and, the, mm. and, and like, say a normal person would be coming through the school, he'd be like, Look, be glad you're not with the Pond Life. <laughs> like musicians were a higher state of existence. He sounds J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. He has a it's... really big forehead as well. We J.K. Have... Simmons <laughs> in Whiplash. Um, my uh, year 10 and 11 graphics design teacher, because for some reason I did graphics and not resistant materials, mm. Mr. Appleton, terrible I human being. I just realised we're naming our teachers here. I don't know if that's a good idea. We, we can bleep them out if you'd like. So, the thing is, everyone looks to me because I'm the one that edits. Because <laughs> you're, you're our editor. Tell you what, what, what we'll do is I'll, I'll say a different name now 
and then you you can just use that voice clip and cover up every I mean, time I've given I'm not going to bother doing that. It's oh. you that's going to be in deep water. So me. anyway, um, Mr. Box. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of Mr. Platford, replace it with this. Mr. Platypus. <laughs> okay, there we go. So um, from the classroom of Mr. Box in the design and technology block, you could see... Um, the back of the English block, which mm. was a hot spot for where uh, sort of people would go to smoke and things. Yeah, and quite often you'd um, you'd see people from his classroom. You could see them, and they'd go around the back of the English block, and he'd you'd see a moment where he'd just catch them out of the corner of his eyes, and he'd walk to the window, sort of lean on it like a menace, <laughs> and he'd just go, "Oh, look at them." The faggers and twaggers. Oh. <laughs> the faggers and twaggers. Faggers and twaggers. That that was his term for for the uh, smoky kids. Oh, right. <laughs> and by that I mean kids that smoked, yeah. not not <laughs> kids that were like purely vaporous. <laughs> you just try to get a handle on them. You just reach straight through them. <laughs> the so, head teacher brings them in for a whipping. Uh, that gets out the cane and just can't quite get in. Just ends up hitting them with his own arm repeatedly. But um, less about it? all of the ghosts I went to school with. Because <laughs> I did go to a, a haunted, spooky, scary ghost school. I didn't. So, Jordan, what did you do with yourself? You wanted to say an actual <laughs> yeah. thing. I actually... I, I, I don't want I don't want to sit here plugging myself, but I did actually start a blog. Hey! Uh, an actual blog that I, I run alongside... It's been I, doing quite well, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it, I recently hit 2,000 views. So. Ah, good on you, Jordan. That, that's, that's pretty... Yeah, round of applause. Round Very of applause for that. Jordan. Thank you. Very well done, Jordan. Excellent oh, stuff. Very excited. Top work, that. Jordan. Of course, if you want to see a better blog, <laughs> <laughs> you can head over to verbaldischarge.co.uk. That's right, .co.uk. That's an idea, actually. We now have a domain name that you can get to yes. easily. It's not .wordpress anymore. No, it's .co.uk. We've off the shackles, the oh, oppressiveness yes. of WordPress. And we've actually been updating it every Wednesday, as we said we were going to when we started. <laughs> so it's actually been running every once a week. Uh, it's actually... Su- I, I was going to say successful there, I mean... It's up to you to judge whether it's any good or not, but you can head over to... We did Dish- have one comment on Reddit, actually. Oh, yeah. Really? I, I might I might find this, actually. Did, did just... we did we post it to Reddit? Um, I Robbie posted did. one link to Reddit. Oh, what's on Reddit? I think I might... It was... I posted the one thing on James Franco uh, and the films that started the almost started nuclear war based on the interview, which is what we moved on from. And the one comment uh, we got back said... This is a very bad attempt at comedy. Ignore it and move on, since it offers no factual information or laughs. Oh, cheers for that one. A hole is a hole, username. Also, I, I like how we've got the, the pure sign of just Reddit post failure. Because at least if we'd have a lot of downvotes, we, we, we could have crashed and burned and reveled in it. But we just had the one guy downvoting us. as this little... Nope. No, yeah. Just I don't like to it. To the side. No, go away. The, you're listening to a show with no laughs and just a poor attempt at comedy. Who enjoyed the rest of this show of Verbal Discharge? It's Discharge. Coming to your ears on a Friday. It's Discharge. Yeah, yeah. It's Discharge. Now listen to us, bitches. <laughs> so, guys. Hello. Are you aware of the worm burglar? The, the worm, worm burglar. burglar. The worm burglar. The worm burglar. The worm burglar. The worm burglar. 
The Wibbegoo. Wibbegoo. Why did I just go into Stallone? Who's the Wibbegoo? No, that was more Bob Dylan. Ooh, Bob Dylan. Now you better know. Welcome to James's impressions. I can do some others for you. Coming up, Christopher Walken and no others. If anyone would like to hear a bad Christopher Walken. But anyway... Um, back to the matter at hand. The worm burglar. I know what you're thinking. No, he doesn't steal worms. But what he does do is act like a worm oh, in order okay. to burgle. I, um, I, for a second, thought it might be a burglar who had, like, worms. <laughs> and he kind of rubbed, the, rubbed himself on the carpet before he left. <laughs> As a calling card, <laughs> he, he takes your flat screen and leaves you a brown smear. <laughs> but... Anyway, if um, you cut him in two, then he becomes this. This guy's recently been two. found. Um, he's been doing lots of robberies in Manchester and Derbyshire. Before the joke is made, no, it it's isn't not me. You. It isn't me. <laughs> um, and we can see it's not me. There are there is a video of this, and we'll post it up alongside uh, th- this podcast. Okay. Um, but basically, what he does is he goes into pubs, and in order to avoid any motion sensors in there that might trigger an alarm and alert the authorities to his presence. Yeah. He crawls along the ground and sort of slithers like a worm, and he breaks into, um, I don't know what you'd call them, um, you know, the, the, the machines. Oh, uh, what, what are they? What are they? What the are quiz they? machines, those things? Like, like the quiz machines. Fruity and the, machines. The little, oh, the fruit right, machines. Okay. Fruit machines, okay. yeah. And there's a clip of him sort of scuttling along on the ground, and then he like drags a, a fruit machine to the side and pries it open and takes some money out. And that there's an entire video of him going around a pub um, doing this and just crawling about the place so he can rob fruit machines. <laughs> and he's been caught, and there's, um, there's a lot of uh, video footage and kerfuffle about it. And mainly people have said, why were you crawling all over the floor like a worm? And I don't think he's given a response, but he has pleaded oh. guilty. Oh, okay. no, he has pleaded guilty. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> It'd be an interesting one otherwise. <laughs> I, I'd kind of like... Nope, no, wasn't me. I'm Oi, Oi Lee, so you know this video. Oh, his name is actually Lee. Lee Cassidy, <laughs> let's name drop him. Um, but yeah, what was I saying with this? Where was it going? I don't know. Basically, there's a burglar around in Derby who crawls along the floor and steals stuff from fruit machines. So if you go downstairs and one day you find that your uh, living room fruit machine is being robbed, you know it's by this guy. <laughs> I suppose you could plead insanity. You could also you could plead do. that I've been possessed by the evil worm god Tallulah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she used to sing for end ups? <laughs> I thought Tallulah was the ginger one from Bugsy Malone. Tallulah does a hula in My Hawaii. Name is Tallulah. <laughs> oh, um, another interesting thing. I haven't mentioned this to either of you two yet. Okay. Um, I was at the walkabouts recently. The walkabouts. The walkabouts. You went on a walkabout. That brilliant Australian uh, the, bar or whatever the, it is. A vaguely Australian themed. The only thing that is Australian themed in walkabout is there's on one wall a picture of a man surfing. Other than that, there is nothing, nothing that could vaguely re- associate that place yeah, with Australia. They, they sure. serve a variety of copycat Weatherspoons food. Yeah. I'm sure I was once served by a kangaroo. <laughs> Did it mess up your order? Because obviously, like yes. as it was hopping over, exactly. he'd spill your food and your drinks everywhere. It had it in its pouch. That's why you asked. <laughs> and its baby drank it. <laughs> Have you ever seen a kangaroo birth? Yes. No. They're, they're really, really. What? They're they're interesting little things. They um, climb out of the womb 
like very, very, I think it's like after 12 weeks in there, these little like embryo things, they crawl up their mother's fur and into the pouch and they sort of grow in there for a bit and eventually marinate. they come out. <laughs> yeah, they, they marinate. <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying, um, when I was in Walkabout, the, the guy, the, the DJs with his, because that's how he sounds. Um, was doing shout outs to people and saying like, Oh, happy birthday to to Amy, she's she's six or whatever. <laughs> I assume they uh, she was uh, probably older than six. It's like half time at a football match. But um as he got to the last one, he said, I kid you not, guys, this one's serious and he goes Congratulations to Joe, who's in here enjoying his last night of freedom because he goes to prison tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it got a big cheer. Was, oh, good on you, Joe. Good on you, Joe, you rapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, I don't know what it says about Joe, when he has one, one final night of freedom before <laughs> he goes to prison. And what does he do with this final night? He goes to a pretty ropey club in the middle of Derby of all places. Walk and he about. gets himself the shout out. Like that's that's the important thing that he wants. Yeah, I wonder if it was him going out like, Oh you're right, mate, can you give us a shout out? I'm off to prison or it was one of his mates kind of stitching him up. <laughs> oh, can you can you do one for my friend Joe? He's that'll, going to prison. That'd have been a shout out. He's like going to prison for last month when he stabbed three people in Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> he's been barred from everywhere else he's going yeah can you shout out for my mate please he's going to Persia oh he's going to prison wow sorry no he's going to Persia prison prison which one the big one the big one with the cells <laughs> the one with the cats I, I do like how he's going to like pre-Iraq he's going to Persia <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's going to go and meet like Back the prince time. Yeah. he's going to a now non-existent nation well, I don't suppose it was strictly a nation anyway geography Pond life all the tadpoles so many tadpoles they all go tad and tail and tail because they, they don't, don't have, have any arms <laughs> This is the stupidest thing, the stupidest thing we've ever done. <laughs> I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I think we should do a cover album of Blur songs as related to just like... Little, little woodland critters, critters yeah. and things. I'm trying to think of other ones now, but I, I don't know, deer. Have you ever seen Chinese water deer? Chinese water um, deer. Yeah, they're really weird. They're from China, as the name suggests. <laughs> they, do they live in water? No. Are they very deer? Um, they're well known as deer because they're deer, but they've got fangs. Oh. And they fight with them. They're deer oh. with these huge, huge fangs on one side of their face. They've just got this one just jotting. Just one they, fang? Yeah, they use it to like dig up um, little buried things and roots <laughs> and shrubs and, and devour them. And, and they fight with them. Shovel face. Yeah. Shovel no, face. Yeah. <laughs> no fangs. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, right. oh. yeah. yeah, did you get it? Uh, no, I, 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 I didn't. Can someone explain the joke to me, please? Do you actually not know what you were going on about? Or did no, you I just say no thanks? I know what I'm going <laughs> No, no thanks. Like, no thanks. It was so funny. It was pretty, Or you've pretty. got no thanks, the Chinese water deal raider. <laughs> Is it... <laughs> A football chant. <laughs> Have you, you got, got no fangs? Have you not seen this? No. Do you not see the Wildstone Raider? Uh. No. You I'm want co- some? I'm coaching. I'll give it, give it to you. 
he was a what, what was he? He was just like an angry football fan. Yeah. And he released a single, and now he tours and does things. Really? Yeah. It's, it's re- he's really not good. Is in tours? Is in like he goes to Millwall away? <laughs> no. Uh, so he goes to Kent, and someone takes him around the caves. You want some? You want some? I'll give it to you. There are caves in Kent. I haven't just made I don't that think up. There right. are. I don't I, know. I assume there's. I think I've been to Kent and gone to caves in Kent. There must be at least one cave. At least one in Kent. Sophie Galvin. If you ever listened to this, which you probably don't because you didn't really like me in school. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're from Kent. Are the caves there? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a legitimate request we're throwing out to a person who used to go to school with Jordan? Are there caves in Kent? Letters <laughs> on a postcard or answers on a postcard. Or to our new email address. Oh. <laughs> Plugging, plugging, plugging. Yeah, no, you can, <laughs> because this is all I'm good for, uh, you can send us emails on that uh, hello at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Have I mentioned we're now verbaldischarge.co.uk or at things at verbaldischarge.co.uk because both do exactly the same we thing. We are verbal discharge. And we are so good. Pretty, pretty, well, I wouldn't say so good. We're, we're pretty good. We're, we're all right. We're, we're subpar at best. They're, uh, I mean... But glorious in it. Gloriously yeah. subpar. I mean... We're the best show that's currently recording. With the North Korea on... of radio shows. <laughs> the North Korea of radio shows. I don't entirely... As in it's a ruthless dictatorship and most of our populace is kept in camps. <laughs> where they work that. and do forced labour and whatnot. <laughs> so All which... of our Twitter followers. <laughs> All 30 of them. Glorious uh, God King Robbie. Yeah, no, I am. Um, James Franco is going to come and try and assassinate me. See, I've just got an image now. Have you know uh, Xerxes from 300? <laughs> I imagine I imagine you're on a huge throne being carried along, and for some reason you've got like loads of jewellery. And nipple piercings, that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, why did he have nipple piercings? I'm not entirely sure. Oh, do you want to see mine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, look oh, at yeah. them. Oh, but they're so nipply. <laughs> <laughs> on the scale of one to nipple, how, how much nipple do you think there was there? Fairly nipple. Nipple. Fairly nipple. Nipple. <laughs> I remember watching a very strange movie. And I can't remember what it was. It was some sort of angsty teen family drama thing. Oh, yeah. And at one point, to, to get back at her parents, well, her, her mum, her dad, who's gone off with this young little lady, they're right. all sitting around the dinner table with this young fancy like, she, you, you'll never pay, you never pay me attention. And then she, like, takes her top off, and she's got nipple pierces, but hanging from them are cowbells. <laughs> They're just ringing. What? And I cannot remember. Why? Me. This was an actual movie that was on like Channel 5 or Channel 4. Probably Channel 4. It's not like one of those weird or terrible uh, Channel 5 documentaries in it. Like the woman with cowbells for nipples. <laughs> I don't know. It might have been. But yeah, like, uh, that, those were her nipples. What's it, what's it called? <laughs> you could like, ring Body them. shock. Fleshy cowbells. <laughs> they actually ring for some reason. Yeah. But surely been... if, they, if they were flashy, they'd just make sort of like a dull thudding sound. Can like you... like a kind of, they slapped against <laughs> your abdomen. Oh, Can you imagine like... her going to like the careers advice bit at school and saying like, so what do you want to do? And she's like, I really want to go into accounting. It's like, well, I mean, you've got cowbells and nipples. Do you ever thought about going to farming? Perhaps, perhaps as a sheepdog? Like, no, I want to... <laughs> 
All I want to be is an accountant. Well, you've got high aspirations, mate. <laughs> Disclaimer, anyone who does have cowbells for nipples, you're, you're free to pursue whatever career we, you want We to. have caused you no offence. Reach we... for the stars. Well, at least we didn't intend to. I also like how in this show, despite a few of the admittedly terrible things we've said so far, <laughs> those are the first demographic we're apologising to. People, <laughs> People who have cowbells for nipples. nipples. We do have many of them listening. They are quite an active audience. I mean, I, I think of just our our listener list, um, to look through them now, because... <laughs> <laughs> um, I... No, I'm not going to do this, because it's not it's not going to be long enough. I'm just going to edit this bit out, this this sentence. Should we stop there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Robbie doing the editing. <laughs> I lied. I'm leaving it in. This is I... Lord Admiral Horatio Nelson, and I listen to verbal discharge. And we're gonna keep discharging until we're really verbal about it. Indeed. Okay, good. good. Agreed. Um, Agreed. <laughs> that all to that's to to say yeah yeah cesarean judge what cesarean all I heard was cesarean Caesar salad okay I feel that's sufficient introduction to a thing I wrote on a bus um this is the verbal discharge indie movie quiz oh do you know your independent films no let's find out well let's find out you shouldn't have stolen my line James sorry okay. Question A, because a bit alternative, don't use numbers as letters. Question A, can you name both of the American indie films that don't star Alice and Janney? What? Who are they? Can you name both of the American indie films that don't star Alice and Janney? There are only two. What are you Reservoir only... Dogs and Clerks. No, she's in both of them. Uh, she's, in, <laughs> she's in Clerks as a shoebox and in Reservoir Dogs as a gun. Jordan, okay. Jo- right. Two guesses. Uh, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, no, for their independent films. Though. She's in both of them. She's in Star Wars as a shoebox and Lord of the Rings as a gun. <laughs> um, no, the two films she's That's not a shoe in. Shoebox. Yeah, I remember that scene in Star Wars where Darth Vader's checking out his new Nikes. It's a new Daps. Galaxy yeah. Oh, you, there's bound to be. You never see Boba Fett going shoe shopping, do you? You never see him going into Foot Locker. <laughs> other shoe shops are available. I was in the uh, in the much desired and longed after director's cut, <laughs> which just features all the characters bumping into each other in a supermarket, but they're not going to fight because they're doing the shopping. And Han Solo walks past Vader, and Vader's just sort of makes like awkward eye contact, like you're right. And they've got that thing of we both hate each other, but. <laughs> We're not going to say anything. Luke Skywalker's Five. just in the background with Toms on Tatooine <laughs> going, I wish I hadn't bought Toms because they offer no protection from any env- any environment ever. Five minutes of the upcoming Yoda spin-off are just him at the cheese counter in Tesco, like toying between, oh, do I God. get some feta? I forget that's a thing. Boba yeah. Feta. The Yoda spin-off. That's coming. Um, oh. Wait, what? They're doing a Star Wars film that is nothing but the Yodes. But we haven't even got souls. No, yeah. There's a spin-off the following year with Felicity Jones as a female stormtrooper, and then the year after there's the next one, and then the year after that there's a Yoda spin-off because we can't get away from Star Wars. No, the two <laughs> indie films that Alison Janney is not in are Nigel and Play Rough. 
both of which are real films that exist. Is one um, a biography of Farage or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them are a trilogy <laughs> of two parts. Um, <laughs> a trilogy. Of no, two she's parts. in the third one. <laughs> um, B. From which film does this quote come? I don't want to live. I stand still and love with all my heart. From what film is that quote? So I don't live. I stand still and love with all my heart. Um, the Babadook. Gladiator. No, it's from Talk Softly, another film that exists. Number three, uh, Kristen Wiig and Amanda Seyfried starred as conjoined twins in which film also starring Seth Rogen as the voice of the cat? Conjoined twins. Um, cat? Yep. Sisters on the hip. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not Sisters on the hip, though that is oh. a great film. Um, Jordan, any guess? Separation Anxiety. Uh, no, no, they actually did start Scarjoy Dwins in that, but they were the other way around. Sorry, it was. Uh, <laughs> and Seth Rogen was a dog in that one. Um, no, the answer is joined at the square. Oh, well, there we go. I imagine it's joined at the hip and hip to be square. It's a pun. Oh, hip to um, be square used to be on the back of all those really not cool calculators. Yeah, yeah, that. it did. Hip to be squared. To be yeah. Square, yeah. Oh, that was. Did they have anything to do with Huey Lewis in the news? Did Huey Lewis release his own line of calculators? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, they were... Their account- most accomplished calculator yet. <laughs> the vain attempts to make education more fun and acceptable to like listen to your teacher. <laughs> Bearing in mind that like education is bordering on pointless in primary and secondary schools now because they only teach you how to pass exams and no actual life skills or transferable skills. I'm so. not going to get into a rant about the education system though I quite easily could. Um, yeah, let's, let's move on from yeah. the education system. So this one will get heated. <laughs> okay, number D. Longshore Drift, Battlefield Avenue, Ironic New Year and Rub Gently are films <laughs> by which indie auteur? Rivera Terrace. Uh, oh, no. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> You're close with the John bit. It's uh, John Wick Swinson. Ah, John Wick Swinson. The... But he was my second guess. Yeah, I feel that Battlefield Avenue is by far his best film. I thought that um, Camberwick Green's performance in that was really quite spectacular. Um, unfortunately named, and it's unfo- a shame he hasn't gone on to be in any further films, but he was fantastic in Battlefield Avenue and his cameo in Ironic New Year as well. Um, I'm a big fan of John Wick Swinson. Um, and Ironic New Year. Yeah, Ironic New Year, that was one of his hits uh, from 2009. Hmm. I can't wait for his next film, which will be entitled Microphone. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, and number E. Okay, to move on. Uh, so far, none of you has got any points. This is you, you're useless. No, we got this. We got this. Watch um, this. Watch this one. We're okay. both about to get this. <laughs> Which indie movie released last year famously opened on the same day as and then outperformed at the box office Russell Crowe thriller Noah? Um, fistful of hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the next week. Uh... Oh, you're close. You're close. I don't even have a joke for this one. I just don't. I just plain don't know. It was Slippery, starring Ben Stiller. Um, ben Stiller played a hedge in that film. Uh, slippery. It was. It was rubbish. Um, number F. Moving on. True or false? Zoe Kazan starred in a film called Policeman's Toilet. Wasn't that before she was an actor? <laughs> and and she was a toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna... <laughs> not quite what I was getting at. 
I think Robbie kind of gets what was going on. Um, oh, I, I think I've clocked uh, what, what was going on there. Um, I'm going to go for false. <laughs> and Jordan? I'm going to go for true. <laughs> James has corrected his oh. false. Hey. And he storms into the lead after F questions with one point. <laughs> and uh, d- numeral G. Um, okay, okay. This is an obvious one. You should definitely get this. What interesting and famous directorial technique does iconic filmmaker Zane Timberlake use on his every movie to make sure they feel as real and naturalistic as possible? He films the entire film without the use of a camera. <laughs> Tell me I'm right. <laughs> um, no, but that's, 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 that's a terrific joke. I wish I'd thought of that. Jordan- I am pretty good. Him, yeah, I don't know. He make he makes the actors act out what they're supposed to do, but do it as a real life job. So, say if they're a murderer, they have to go around and kill people for a year before they actually do the acting. Daniel Day Lewis style, yeah, like yeah. Robert De Niro actually going and driving a taxi and doing stand up and so on. Do you know before the um, the filming of what was it, Last of the Mohicans with mm-hmm. Daniel Day Lewis? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis went to a bunch of survival training classes. Um, and eventually, I think that like in the month before they started filming, he just went off into the wilderness with no contact with the outside world and just lived off oh, the yeah. land because he is he is mad. In the build up to, and this is just another trivia tangent, build up to filming Inherent Vice, Joaquin Phoenix, like the entire filming, and then two months beforehand, didn't wear shoes at all. Hmm. Yeah. So he just walked around because he felt the character wouldn't wear shoes. Um, so he just walked around in bare feet, even like in the street, like walking across glass. And it produced a pretty damn good film. Yeah, so fair he's enough. so method. No, the technique that Zane Timberlake uses uh, is that he makes sure that everyone not on camera, so all the crew, himself, etc., um, are naked at all times. So this includes in the music and editing suites. Uh, <laughs> it's as we do at every radio show, naked. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, but I, don't I, tell them that. Then they'll, <laughs> then they'll know. <laughs> that being said, I'm happy that the webcam isn't running today. Yeah, and I, you're looking particularly rough, and I should have shaved. Um, number H. Uh, is this joke funny yet? Number H. Is that joke working? It's kind of working. It's working okay. pretty good. The bit before when you said we've had F questions so far, that was probably the highlight of this bit. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving on then. Uh, question H. Uh, 2011 movie, Speak My Mind, starred Tom Wilkinson as a corrupt politician who could only say one phrase, but what was it? What was the one phrase Tom Wilkinson could say in Speak My Mind, directed by Douglas Plain? Um, I'm going to go <laughs> the for... The one line. The one line he could the say. The only thing he could say. The only thing Tom Wilkinson could say in Speak My Mind. Was it, I'll have a Big Mac, please? <laughs> that would have been far more convenient. But you didn't have to touch him, Tommy. No. <laughs> 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 the one line that Tom Wilkinson could say in Speak My Mind was, It's almost milking time! <laughs> Who can forget that iconic scene where he walks into Parliament and the Prime Minister stood there and he asks him, uh, I can't remember what it is, it's something like, So do you stand by this bill? Do you feel this is for the betterment of the nation? And he goes, It's. <laughs> it's. And he gets, it's really emotional. I can't quite do it justice. Tom Wilkinson should, should win an Oscar for this performance, frankly. It's. Agreed. <laughs> It's almost milking time! And then the musical number starts. It's so good, speak my mind. You should definitely hunt it out and try and see Give it it a listen. Give it a watch. And the... I think it's on Netflix. Uh, The final... (laughs) 
<laughs> the final question in today's indie movie quiz, the official verbal discharge indie movie quiz. Question number I. Um, Grex Anderson's 23rd movie in four years, the upcoming Dangerous Kin, will star which famous face in the leading role of Naomi Feathers? So Grex Anderson, uh, it'd be his third film in 24 years, no, in four years, 23rd film in four years, um, which is slow by his standards. Uh, the upcoming Dangerous King will star which famous face in the leading role of Naomi Feathers? Dame Judi Dench. I'm going for Mame Hootie Bench. <laughs> <laughs> no, the correct answer is Janice Joplin. Ah, that's what I thought. Do you think there's any of her left now, or is she decomposed? Um, I don't know. <laughs> she is very, very dead. Just pulling <laughs> lumps of her out of the ground to play a leading oh. role. Wait, it was. I'm correcting thinking it was Janice Joplin that died by like choking on a sandwich, wasn't it? I think so. Uh, it was something like that. She, she's definitely dead. She's I pretty mean, dead. She's pretty on, damn dead. On a scale of one to dead. sort of like yeah, Nelson Mandela. Oh no, that's a bad. That's a bad example. One to um, Nelson, one, Mandela. One Nelson to... Mandela is also pretty dead. <laughs> Who else is dead? Um, Michael Jackson. Really dead. One to Michael Jackson. Winston Churchill's pretty she's dead. She's about a nine. Genghis Khan. Fairly sure Genghis Khan's been dead for a bit. Julius Caesar? He's dead. Um, Julius Caesar, the BBC newsreader, though, is alive. Is, is that an actual person? <laughs> There's a new, I think they used to be. I haven't heard from him in a ah, while. Julius Caesar, the embodiment of the phrase of backstabbing. <laughs> <sighs> Who literally stabbed people in the back. A2, stabbed to Robbie. Death. Uh, stabbed in the back was another great film directed by Grex Anderson. Hmm. Sorry, you were... No, I just said A2, Robbie. Never mind, never no. mind. Let's move on. The, the listeners at home will get that. Some of them will, at least. Hey, hey. what a wonderful kind of day. Day. To work and laugh and play. Play. And have fun with some discharge. Discharge. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Can anyone here do a good Elvis impression? I cannot. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, this is not a character. Do you still wrap your bald head and wish you had him? <laughs> or whatever it was. Never once gave an encore, Elvis. No. A bit like how we're not going to. We're going to end yeah, this. Yeah, we're just going to end it. Yeah. Are we, are we just launching straight into that then? Yeah, we, could, we could wind down a bit. We're winding how, down. How, yeah. do you, how do you wind down we're, a radio show? We're getting the deck chairs out. We're leaning back a bit. Chairs. It's, we'll it's just a nice like, evening. We'll get, get the tools out. We'll find that big old radio dial, that radio screw, and we'll just loosen it up a bit, you know? Yeah. Just... And then evaporate back into the ether, which is what we do whenever yeah. any sort of podcast or show comes to the end. Yeah. Because as we all know, we don't exist. No. <laughs> So on that note, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel as ever, I've done a couple of times, but basically verbaldischarge.co.uk, on Twitter, at verbdisradio, Facebook, Verbal Discharge. Uh, you can find all of us. We're trying to get a YouTube thing going at some point in the future as well. Uh, blog post every Wednesday. The, this podcast should be up on Friday. Um, you're, you're notifying the people. Yeah. Listening to the podcast so, when it's going to be up. I mean, normally they go up on Mondays when we go back to doing live shows, which should be soon. Hopefully. Should be soon when. Um, what is it? Gar- Spooky Scary Radio. I thought it was <laughs> Garish Ghost Radio or. Oh, I thought it was. Um, sp- sp- 
I don't know. Spectre <laughs> FM. Spectre I'll go FM. for Spectre FM. Mildly disconcerting audio. <laughs> Um, so yeah obviously I do feel we should say thank you for listening listener yep. cheers for that thanks yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's been a bit of an odd one really what with it being the first one back I think we're still just getting back into the yeah. into the, the swing, swing of things, things yeah. we've, we've got to reflex those radio muscles and if you want to hear us pumping some <laughs> serious audio iron we'll probably be back next week yeah we most should be. likely I've said this I'm going to say this on record now so that we've got this for certain oh, we're going to try and get a show out every single week Oh, um, you've said it for now. Yep, yeah, and now now you're tied to this. You're going down with me. Okay, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, cheers for yeah, yeah, yeah. cheers for listening. Thank you. We for always doing appreciate listen. it. It's always it's always good. It's always yeah. Nice, yeah. The, the the listeners are everything, aren't they? Yeah. So, Jordan, final word of the show. Somnambulant. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somnambulant, walking or having the habit of walking while asleep, or resembling or having the characteristics of a sleepwalker.